RTHK News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Sean Kennedy. The top stories. Government ministers vow to slash red tape to streamline procedures and boost land supply to increase public housing. The health secretary says he wants to see a rise in quotas and quarantine hotels across the border, but warned the public not to expect quarantine-free travel anytime soon. And Nick Kyrgios takes the battle to Novak Djokovic, who's in his eighth Wimbledon final and record 32nd at all the majors. Financial Secretary Paul Mitchan says the government is going to streamline procedures to boost the supply of land and housing. He says one way will be to cut back on bureaucracy. On a commercial radio show, Mr Chan said another issue was housing developments being slowed by delays in the construction of transport facilities. In the past, people moving into new neighbourhoods may have felt that the transport infrastructure was not there yet. The principle of transport infrastructure first will make it convenient for residents. Another important point is that if transport infrastructure is developed earlier, take the railway as an example, the land along that railway can be developed earlier as well. Meanwhile, Development Secretary Bernadette Lin says boosting Hong Kong's land supply is top of her team's agenda. Kelly Yu reports. In her first blog post after taking office, Bernadette Lin says she will roll out a raft of measures to enhance the speed, quantity, quality and efficiency of land development. One of the measures, she says, is to streamline administrative procedures for development to speed up land supply. Ms Lin also vows to push forward urban renewal projects and identify more suitable land for development, as well as to use innovative methods to build houses. She says she will work closely with Financial Secretary Paul Chen and his deputy Michael Wong, who will be leading a steering committee and a task force on housing to discuss and tackle major housing issues. Ms Lin also says the government will continue with the northern metropolis and lent out tomorrow projects to meet the city's development needs in the long term. Housing Secretary Winnie Ho says the government will try to identify appropriate sites for transitional housing so residents can stay longer before they're allocated a public flat. She was speaking after visiting subdivided flats in Sham Shui Po. Residents told her their rents were high and some also said they were kicked out of transitional housing before they were even assigned a public flat. Ms Ho said the government will work harder to find more flat, more land and speed up public housing construction. Sir Lai Shan is a community organiser with the Society for Community Organisation. She also listened attentively to people's uh, requests and uh, I think uh, we can see that the, in, in the meeting and she also jot um, down the people's uh, requests and then uh, she, she want to try to respond to their, their policy change request. Health Secretary Lo Chong Mao says the government aims to make it easier for more people to travel across the border, but it's unreasonable to expect quarantine-free journeys any time soon. He says scrapping quarantine would require a drastic change in the country's anti-epidemic measures, and instead he hopes quotas for travellers and the supply of quarantine hotels in Shenzhen can both be increased. Professor Lo was speaking on TVB. There was a period during which about 2.5% of travellers who tested PCR negative in Hong Kong tested positive for COVID-19 after crossing the Shenzhen Bay border. If we improve our PCR tests and meet our country's standards so as to make sure all travellers are not infected, mainland authorities would naturally relax the regulations and more people would be able to cross the border. 
The Centre for Food Safety has ordered the recall of haagen ice cream imported from France, which is believed to contain an unauthorised pesticide. Officials said they were alerted by the European Commission that ethylene oxide had been found in vanilla-flavoured ice cream, affecting four sizes, 473 millilitres, 100 millilitres, 75 millilitres and 9.46 litres. Their best before date is between July 3rd and July 17th, 2023. The centre said retailers or restaurants should stop selling or using the affected ice cream immediately and the public shouldn't consume any of the affected products. On to the weather for tonight and tomorrow. It'll be fine with a minimum temperature tomorrow morning of around 28 degrees. It'll be very hot during the day with a high of about 34 degrees. Moderate east to southeasterly winds and the outlook mainly fine and very hot in the next few days. It'll be slightly cloudy, cloudier with a few showers later in the week. The very hot weather warning is in effect. It's 29 degrees Celsius and 80% humidity. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past 11. Hong Kong has reported 2,773 new local coronavirus cases. The hospital authority said 134 patients had been newly admitted to public hospitals, bringing the current total to 924. 20 patients are critically ill, while 27 are said to be in a serious condition. Dr. Chuang Shukwan from the Centre for Health Protection said officials have been using the Leave Home Safe app for contact tracing, but she said there were still problems tracking down people who didn't answer their phone. We are using Leave Home Safe app to um, see whether there is any clustering in the, especially in those mass of activities in the, for example, restaurants, and to see whether there is any outbreaks. So if there is any outbreak, we will obtain the vaccine pass to trace out those um, exposed persons. Meanwhile, officials said the Commissioner of Ex- Customs and Excise, Louise Ho, has been quarantined after a colleague tested positive for the virus. Turning overseas, exit polls in Japan's election to the upper house indicate that the governing coalition led by the Liberal Democrats will keep its majority. Projection, projections suggest they're on track to win between 69 and 83 seats in the upper chamber. The election was held two days after the shock assassination of the former Prime Minister Shinzo Abe. The BBC's Rupert Wingfield-Hayes reports. Speaking to voters as they left a polling station in Tokyo this afternoon, every one of them told the same story. The death of Shinzo Abe at the hands of a gunman on Friday would not change their voting decision. Despite that, Mr Abe's old party, the LDP, is on its way to a widely predicted victory. On the whole, right-wing parties have done well in this election, while the traditional left-of-centre opposition parties have done badly. It is possible that parties which favour changing Japan's post-war constitution may have gained two-thirds of the seats in the upper house of parliament. If so, that could open the way for the LDP to make a new attempt to get rid of the famous Article 9, the section of Japan's constitution which declares this country a pacifist nation. Reports indicate Sri Lanka's President Gotabaya Rajapaksa has fled overseas after protesters stormed his residence yesterday. The dramatic events are the culmination of months of protests by people enraged by the South Asian nation's unprecedented economic crisis and the Rajapaksa clan's incompetence and corruption. The BBC's Anbarasan Ithirajan reports. These are extraordinary times for Sri Lanka. 
Just behind me is the president's office and 24 hours ago hundreds of people stormed the building. It, this was one of the most protected buildings here in Sri Lanka. I remember we can't even come near this road during the civil war. Now the families, men, women, people who took part in the anti-government protests since April, they are coming here taking pictures to remember this moment and I was speaking with many of these uh, visitors here and they say you know this is a great occasion for Sri Lanka because people's power has won. The International Monetary Fund says it's closely monitoring the situation and will continue to work with the authorities to help Sri Lanka emerge from its economic crisis. Washington says any prospective new government must focus on long-term economic stability and address popular discontent. Nine candidates have now declared their intention to become Britain's new Prime Minister after Boris Johnson said last week he'd step down. Two heavyweights in the governing Conservative Party, Sajid Javid and Jeremy Hunt, have joined the race, with both focusing on tax cuts to revive the economy. The Trade Minister, Penny Mordaunt, has also declared her candidacy. The BBC's David Wallace reports. There are many candidates in the Tory leadership contest, but one issue seems to be dominating tax cuts. This morning, Sajid Javid, who resigned as Boris Johnson's health secretary last week, said it was a risk not to cut people's taxes. He even wants to reverse a recent rise in national insurance that was introduced to help the health service when he was running it. Other recently declared candidates, including the Transport Secretary Grant Schatz and the Chancellor Nadim Zahawi, also want to see taxes lowered. Tennis now and in the men's singles final at Wimbledon, Nick Kyrgios took the first Nick Kyrgios took the first set 6-4, but Novak Djokovic took the second set 6-3 to level at one all. A short time ago, Kyrgios was ahead 4-3 in the third set. A victory for Kyrgios would make him only the third unseeded man to lift the trophy after Boris Becker in 1985 and Goran Ivanisevic in 2001. Djokovic is in his eighth Wimbledon final and record 32nd at all the majors. He hasn't lost at the, final, at the tournament since 2017. And to end the news, the top stories once again. Government ministers vow to slash red tape to streamline procedures and boost land supply to increase housing. And the health secretary says he wants to see a rise in mainland quotas and quarantine hotels, but warned the public not to expect quarantine-free travel anytime soon. The news from RTHK. Before doing a COVID-19 rapid antigen test, read the user guide carefully and follow each step as instructed. First, prepare a clean surface and wash your hands. For a nasal swab, insert the swab into your nostrils and rub it against the walls of each nostril several times as instructed. Submerge the swab tip fully into the buffer solution and stir. Squeeze droplets of the solution slowly into the well of the test device afterwards. Wait for the time specified in the user guide and read the result. Results taken beyond the time limit will be invalid. When finished, dispose of all parts of the test kit properly. If only the C-line is present, the test result is negative. If both the C-line and the T-line are present, the test result is positive. In which case, you have to take a photo of the result and report it within 24 hours via the declaration system of the Department of Health. Do the test often by yourself. It helps you detect any infection and receive treatment as soon as possible to protect yourself and others around you. Do the test. Protect yourself and others. Live across Hong Kong, this is Radio 3. Let's not waste any time. 1986, Berlin, like flames. Right here on Radio 3 with me, Michael Lanson, Sunday Late.
way you see.